Go! <laughs> What's up, my fans? Welcome back to another, again, weekly edition of Mixed Martial Arts News. Coming to you live from Two in a row. Two, don't get, two don't in a row. Get, yeah, don't, don't get too greedy. Maybe we'll come back. I don't know. Maybe we'll come back. <laughs> this is your weekly MMA show, if you're lucky. Uh, split decision MMA. Uh, I am here live in studio at the SinCal Studios uh, inside of SinCal Industries here in Modesto. Dennis is virtually somewhere. I'm in the old studio. That's You're in the I'm original in. studio. The studio original 1.0. 1.0. <laughs> or is it or is it 1.5? Do we count 1.5? Do we count the yeah. old rock show as a studio? Okay. Or downstairs? We yeah. downstairs. Downstairs on the table? I mean, right, I don't know. Right. It's, yeah. things have things have moved around so much. It's it's hard to it's hard to actually believe we are here. <laughs> to extrapolate. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, as always, we are brought to you by my MMA news. Uh, we do this, uh, once a week, usually, uh, now, hopefully again, uh, and they do MMA news every day, 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year. Good friends of ours, Eric Cole and his, uh, guys over there do an amazing job and huge as staff, huge staff, as well as healthlabs.com healthlabs.com health labs is a, uh, testing uh, site where normally you can go get blood work if you are a fighter. So I think actually some of these fighters, if they start opening things back up uh, after this whole thing, can still go to health labs, get your blood work done for MMA when you are allowed to in your state. Uh, what they do is, is they have thousands of accredited labs all over the United States. You go onto their website, you order your tests. There is uh, they don't worry about insurance. They, you don't have to have insurance. They don't worry about any of these other things. As little as like 79 bucks is what it was, it was right? You get blood work done for MMA. Right. Yeah, and so uh, they would send you off to one of these labs that are uh, local accredited, go in there, get it done, 24 to 48 hours, you get your results back. It was great. Uh, but they're also now doing COVID-19 antibody tests. So if you were wondering if you have had COVID-19 or want to find out if you already have the antibodies, you can go in there and check that out. Make sure you go to healthlabs.com, and I believe our coupon code, my MMA news still works for 10% off. Uh, make sure you check them out. Uh, let's jump into all the crazy news and things that we have going on. I don't know if it's necessarily crazy, but there, there's some stories. I mean, we want to go crazy. We can start with the craziest story. In my opinion, the craziest story of this week isn't necessarily MMA related, but it's USADA related. So right. we definitely got to talk about it. Uh, two athletes uh, that are tested by USADA. Let me see. I have their names here. One is a boxer, and I think one of them plays softball. Both girls. Uh, we have Virginia. Virginia. Uh, Fuch, F-U-C-H-S, and Madeline Buckles both had their tests come back uh, in positive for banned substances. Now, the banned substances, at least in the one that was a boxer, was uh, letrozone metabolite methanol, uh, also known as GW1516 in a metabolite, um, which is a, uh, let's see, it's a hormone uh, and metabolic modulator, which is still... Uh, 100% not allowed in competition, obviously. Uh, however, both these athletes have been cleared of all charges and uh, the, because of the cause of these substances was through sexual transmission. How's that work? So whatever dude they were hooking up with obviously had these in their system, and because they had sex uh, with these dudes, they also had it in their system, and that's how low – uh, the, or how I guess threshold is how high the threshold or the low, the threshold is for these substances. Now they're talking, obviously, uh, Navinsky who runs the, the UFC. So, would that be, so is that dickograms instead I, of picograms? It's something. 
<laughs> and it's DIC. It's just, you know, little. Right, right, little right. Uh, right. Yeah. So Jeff Davinsky talked about that. Yes, this is something obviously that they have been doing with UFC athletes where they are having to change threshold numbers that USADA tests at a very, very, very uh, low number. They're able to detect that low and that they need to change the thresholds in which athletes are in trouble. Uh, obviously, these two athletes are no longer in trouble. Uh, at the time, though, they were caught. They were uh, suspended. So they have released all of those suspensions. But that's just crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it just shows you that the, the level of, of of how sensitive the tests are right yeah. now. Yeah, and that's again that's the thing that Navinsky was talking about is that they've they've changed at least for the UFC's level that some of these levels are going to have to be adjusted based on things like this. That basically right. this this girl's partner uh, was taking it under a therapeutic use for his own uh, needs, and it was transmitted uh, due to sexual intercourse. Crazy, wow. crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, what else do we got going on? We got uh, Invicta coming back. Invicta is going to be back July 2nd. Uh, Invicta 40 will be in Kansas City, uh, overseen by the Kansas State Athletic Commission. Um, they are able to come back. That will also be on Fight Pass. You can make sure you check that out if you have Fight Pass. Uh, we got the main event, Strawweight Title title Challenger. Uh, Emily Ducote will be taking on Juliana Lima. So that should be a good fight. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Invicta when it comes back July 2nd. Uh, we also have a bunch of fight announcements from the UFC. Um, let's see what we can get into here. We got uh, Dustin Poirier against Dan Hooker. That is going down July 27th on ESPN. That's going to be a fight night out of Las Vegas. That's the number three against the number five. This is a fight that guys have been talking about. This definitely has fight of the year candidate written all over it. I'm excited for Dan Hooker uh, against Dustin Poirier. Oh, oh it's going to be a brawl. This is definitely yeah. going to be a brawl. It, it was. It was not – uh, it, it, like it was, you know, it was one of those things where you knew these guys were going to cross paths at some point, uh, especially at some, the yeah, or you hoped anyway. You, you at least hoped, hoped. yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, also on that same card, another fight you got welterweight matchup between Mike Perry and Mickey Gall. I kind of like that fight. That's an interesting fight there. It um, depends what Gall shows up, though. That's true, what, but but it's same thing with Perry. Same I mean, thing with Perry. Perry. I mean, both, both these guys are you know roller coaster fighters. They're up, they're down. Yep. They're up, they're down. Uh, and then we also have. Uh, Aspen Ladd against Sarah McMahon on that card, which I think that's a very good fight, and I'd be interested. Uh, and that's again, that's going down June twenty seventh. That's a Saturday that will be on ESPN. So make I think sure you guys. A, that's going to be a good fight to actually gauge Aspen. For know. sure, for sure. Uh, and then we got uh, Steve Mayochik and uh, DC. Now we don't have a date yet, but we have a lot of talk. Uh, Steve Mayochik has put out a thing that says August. Yeah, it says the time is ready. Who is ready? Uh, and Daniel Cormier took a screenshot and s showed his contract that was signed. And they're they're saying August. However, of course, uh, you got uh, Francis Nagano throwing a little shade out there, saying it's been almost a year. So stop fighting on social media and just sign the contracts on your desk or move <laughs> on. Let's go. He's telling both these guys, come on, let's just yeah. move on. Get well, because like a beast, man. Yeah. I mean, they like we said. Once they started working with him at the athletic center, I mean, they just chiseled him out. Yeah, he's looking real good. Uh, and then we also got uh, another big one: UFC uh, 253. Uh, this is September 19th. Again, we do not have a location yet, but supposedly, allegedly, the information that I was given uh, right here, we have UFC 253 September 19th. Khabib Nurmagomedov will be facing up against interim belt holder uh, Justin Gaethje. 
that is finally a bout that is going to happen. I'm excited to finally have that happen. Um, long time coming again for both these guys. Uh, we're gonna see, find I, out. I don't know. We're going to see how this whole COVID thing works out. Yeah, it's very true. It's got <laughs> some weird stuff going on. Um, what else do we got going on here? We have, oh, yes, Fight Island, as we've been told, is, is real, and Fight Island is happening. More information is coming out about Fight Island. It is not in Fiji. It is going to be in Abu Dhabi, which was talked about in the early stages of things that they were working on and putting together. This will take place on Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, it is a 10-square-mile restricted area that is going to be put together with a hotel, a restaurant, training facilities, all for the fighters um, and their cornermen and UFC staff. So, And we've uh, already seen fights from this island, right? I believe so, yeah. But now they're they're putting again a ten square mile mile uh, perimeter that only if you're on this card and working this event are you allowed to be in. Everybody else will be forced out. So uh, it's almost like the thing in Seattle. You know, they're just going to shut down an area and become their own little thing and <laughs> run it however they want to run it. That's the UFC. They're just doing what they need to do. Uh, big fights on this card, which is going to be fantastic. Oh, and by the way, this is going down uh, July eleventh. July 11th at UFC 251. Uh, you have three title fights, three title fights. You got Kamar Usman going up against Gilbert Burns as obvious negotiations have broken down with Jorge Mazdaval uh, over fighter pay. Uh, Gilbert Burns is getting that title shot going up against Kamar Usman at welterweight. I can't, uh, I'm wondering if Burns is just a, uh enamored as everybody else, you know, it's like, yeah, Oh, he got oh the my jump. God. Now, I mean, all of a sudden, all of a he sudden had, he had a great fight. You know, this uh, last time on the spot, that's how it's yeah, working out. He became, you know, he, he definitely showed that he can beat a uh, former champion with Tyrone Woodley and he, he's sliding in the slot because he's willing to take uh, the pay and the opportunity when it arises. So uh, again, I know uh, Mazdaval was on social media this week, thanking the fans for the support and says he will continue to fight uh, kind of for the blue collar team and uh, will not be uh, kowtowing and, 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 bowing out of this, he, he's still going to be fighting with the UFC over what's going on. Uh, also on this card, though, UFC 251, you got Alexander Volkanovsky going up against Max Holloway in a rematch. Now, remember, Alexander Volkanovsky took the title away from Max Holloway. He says he feels disrespected by the fans as well as the UFC for giving Holloway a rematch this soon. That, remember, this happened in December. He, took the, he right. dominated Holloway for five rounds. Right. Um, and he says... You know, this this rematch is something now that I have to prove it's bigger than just the win. I don't I can't just go out there and beat him because I've already done that. I have to absolutely put him away. I'm a little annoyed and disrespected that they gave it to him this quick. People are so quick to forget how well I did in that last fight, but I'm sending a message this time. Um, and he is definitely going to be putting on a I show. He, I thought he sent a message last time. Oh, I, I that, and that's what he says. He goes, I thought I did enough last time. People are quick to forget that I dominated five right. rounds of the champ. And right. now, you know, they're giving him the rematch. He's like, he doesn't deserve a rematch. I need to go to the next contender. But, you know, there's a lot of people that still want to see that. We're, he's going to get the second shot. So that's happening there on Fight Island. We also have Peter Yan against Jose Aldo for the vacant Bantamweight Championship. Uh, also at Fight Island, I know you got Volkan Ozdemir. You got Rose. No, but Eunice, you got Frankie Edgar, you got Peter Munhos, you got Paige Van Zandt. You got a lot of big fights on Fight Island. I mean, they were talking about Mega Card. Now, mind you, the July. We got to make it there. We got to make it there. We could have got credentials, but. No, uh, no, no. I'm cool. just saying, 
I want to get there with all with the card oh, intact. Us personally, I was gonna say Kowal turned down his his uh, <laughs> credentials because he couldn't get a flight last minute. I don't know what that's about. Like super easy. It's a pandemic, man. You just, there's nobody on flights anyway. You just pick a seat. Hang glide. <laughs> or Nate. I saw I saw Nate put a picture that he could swim there if he had to. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's gonna be a be an amazing card uh, there. And then we got what else we got going on in the news? We have. Uh, uh, Dana White. Oh, well, first let's go with, we also have uh, another retirement to announce. Conor McGregor has uh, retired for the what? third time. The Are third time on July, June 6th, the six days ago, he retired once again. Uh, while talking this, must, to, this is the real one. This is for real. Allegedly. He says right now, the game just does not excite me. And that's that all this waiting around. There's nothing happening. I'm going through opponents options and there's nothing there in the minute. Nothing that excites me. They should have kept the ball rolling. Uh, why are they, why they kept pushing, uh, Khabib and, and Gaethje back to September. Cause you know, what's going to happen in September. We don't know. Something's going to happen in September and then that's not going to happen. Right. It's like, I, 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 go ahead. Like I said, I laid out plans and a method, and I thought that was the right move. I thought we could just kind of go, and they just keep dragging it on and dragging it on. They should have done me and Justin for the interim title but and keep this ball rolling however they decided not to. I also asked for a fight on social media with Anderson Silva because that excites me. Um, however, even uh, Anderson Silva and McGregor both agreed to that UFC did not have that as an option. He said, so there's nothing there for me. I'm not excited. When Anderson came along, I was – I was fucking mad. That's a mad fight. That's one. What you know? That's for fighting the former light heavyweight and middleweight goat. Uh, he's like that would have been a rewardable fight. However, they say he's old and he's over the hill and he's past his prime and no one's gonna buy it. Uh, he says that basically he's walking away. There's just nothing out there and he's done. He's bored of the know. game. Bored of the game. I think him, Masvidal, Jones, a couple other guys. I think Dana had them all on a on a on a what do you call that? Like a conference call. And he just told him there's no money. I don't, I don't have any extra money to give you. I can't give you, you, your tens of millions McGregor. I can't give you your, uh, what, what the Jones wanted boxing money. He's like, yeah. I can't give you Deontay Wilder money. It's just not there. You know, everybody's right now. Everybody's on bare bones. That's, well, I mean, we have talks about that. Dana White recently went on, uh, ESPN first take and had a little bit of a uh, bout with Dominique Foxworth, Dominique Foxworth, former NFL player uh, and, and sports reporter. And basically he went on and he said, look, John Jones signed a new deer less than a year ago. He's got eight fights still left on his deal. What do you want me to tell you? He's already got a deal. Same thing with Masdevall. He signed a new deal seven months ago. They have brand new deals that they were more than happy to sign less than a year ago. And now they have issues. I don't understand. Uh, Dominique uh, uh, Foxworth po pointed out, well, you know, just because they signed a contract doesn't mean that it was a fair contract. Uh, maybe that's why. And he says, look, Dana White says, does anybody ever feel like they make too much money? No. Nobody <laughs> acts like that. Nobody does. If we're talking about a thing where these guys had old contracts from three years ago, and it's like that was three years ago, and I didn't get this. Let's renegotiate, you know. But they signed less than a year ago. Some of them only months ago. And he said, "By the way, I don't know if you know this, but we're in a pandemic, and there's no other sports going on. Every other sport is arguing about money." And he's like, "And I haven't laid off one single employee. I haven't asked any of my fighters to take less money. And I'm not crying that I don't get any gates, and I don't have this, and I don't have that. I'm not crying. I'm just running my business. I'm paying everybody. I think it's easy." 
to be a business owner right now here today if you're if you are right out of your mind. There has never been a harder time to do business. So guess what? I'm just still here pulling it off. Uh, Foxworth had a rebuttal that said, look, I don't know the ins and outs of, of the fight business, the specifics, but I do know the ins and outs of sports labor. And I know when you have a bunch of angry, angry, upset athletes, there's normally a reason why they are angry and upset. Um, right. So I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Of course, we've Unionized. had talked talk for many, many years of a fighter's union. <laughs> Um, you know, they put up that poll we talked about last week where they want Conor McGregor to be the, the sports rest or the, you know, the, the representative for them. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. know if you want him as your representative, but that's just me, you know? Yeah. Things are definitely, definitely in a strange spot like right now. But like you said, we are in a pandemic. Uh, we are having some things going on. It's not like the money's just flowing in like it was before. A lot of things are shut down. You can't go to a lot of places. They're not getting the gates. They can't promise extra money from sponsorships. They can't promise extra money from, you know, pay-per-view numbers and gate numbers and all these other things if it's not there. Right. So it's, it's, it's in a very tough spot for everybody, I think, across the board. However, it's just, again, very strange. You got a lot of your top guys. I mean, you have John Jones, you have Mazdaval, you have Connor, you have all these guys talking about leaving or wanting out or being released from contracts or or everything. So it's it's very very interesting to see uh, as as this continues to grow. Right, and just the fact that like more people are adding on aren't helping the issue at all. But I and I get it. I mean, if you can get the money, get the money. But at some point, you got to just work. You know, <laughs> just got to push it. Right. Right. You just got to go to work. Uh, and then what especially, do we have? Especially if you signed, like they said, you set you set up work for a certain amount of money. And I get it. Now some of the fights are bigger. You're going to fight bigger people, bigger names or whatever. But you sign, you set up, I, I will work for you for this amount of money. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> contracts are a funny thing, man. And uh, the fight contracts. They're talking about should they restructure it now. I hear this across the, the board with all businesses. All businesses during this time are figuring out new ways to do business, figuring out ways to fix their business or break their business or try to do something new. And one of the things that they are talking about uh, is that they should get rid of the, uh, you know, kind of show win money structure that they should have a, you know, kind of like the PFL, your favorite brand is doing. These guys get a guaranteed amount of money. Uh, it's for the season and they can get bigger bonuses for uh, wins or for knockouts or that sort of thing. But otherwise right, they're going to get right. guaranteed money and not a show up and, sh and fight money. So right. maybe, maybe we, I don't know, but the only problem with that is, is where's the PFL right now? They're on pause, right? Right. They're not doing anything. So their model of business is not showing me that it is something that's sustainable, even in uh, what's going on now. But I mean, but like, so we had be, like it, last it could week, change. right. So like last week or the week before we had somebody who won big time. Uh, he, I think he won by a tap out something, but he was mad. And Joe Rogan's like, why aren't you happy that you won? He's like, cause I didn't get, it wasn't a finish that I'm going to get that 50,000. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go to work tomorrow. I'm gonna have to go to work tomorrow because I didn't get that fifty thousand, you know. So it's kind of the business I, I you know, and I know athletes hate hearing this, but it's kind of the business you signed up for, right? Right. You, that's that's what I'm saying. Is if you sign a contract to do said work for a certain amount of money, it's like bid work, you know. Yep. I I've bid work before where I thought I was gonna make tons of money, and then there was so much work involved, I I ended up working for around minimum wage. So <laughs> you just bid it wrong. 
Uh, well, we have a UFC 250 happened over last weekend. This was out of Las Vegas at the Apex Center. It's very strange seeing these big fights uh, go on inside of this facility. I think uh, it's, it's it's awesome, but it also I think some people are coming into these fights. They're not ready at all. I'm I'm expecting at some point the UFC to do the demolition man thing again, something taken from the future, and just have boxes of heads uh, as the audience, and people can like buy in for their seat. You know what I mean? That like, would be that, awesome. Wouldn't that be cool? You buy your seat, and it's just your head sitting there in a in a little box like we are right now, and it's like you can watch the fight, and then at least you could hear the crowd and you could see stuff going on. Oh, and then they could just pump the audio from your screen yeah. into yeah. the overhead. Yeah. I think that'd be cool, man. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on from there. So let's go on to the undercard. This was on ESPN plus fight pass and ESPN. It was on all three. Uh, you had uh, Herbert Burns gets the win over Evan Dunham, uh, Devin Clark over Alonzo Menafield and Alex Perez over Husia Formiga. Any of those standouts to you that you want to Burns. Burns Burns is there. Burns is there to get it done. Herbert Burns. The first Burns. The first Burns. <laughs> <laughs> on your uh, prelims card on ESPN and ESPN Plus, you had uh, Maki Pitolo get the win over Charles Bird. Cody Stammen gets the win over Brian Keller. Ian uh, Heinscht gets the win over Jared Mirschkat. Excuse me. And Alex Caceres gets the win over Chase Hooper in a unanimous decision. What did you think of Bruce Leroy's performance? I, I liked it. I liked the exchange back and forth. Uh, I liked that they were on the ground and they were standing up. So, I mean, you got to see the best of all of, of both word, worlds from both of them. You know, I'm glad Hooper took him so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I just expected a little bit more out of Hooper. But then again, I mean, it's Caceres. So, there you go. The guys, he is definitely uh, out there as far as his training methods and um, got what he does in the cage. Definitely, it throws a lot of guys off. Uh, right. On your main card, Sean O'Malley gets the win over Eddie Wineland in the knockout in round one. Man, put on a show. Definitely cemented his status at bantamweight. Uh, yeah. Again, putting away a very crafty veteran in Eddie Wineland. Uh, Whatever they're doing in his camp now, it's working. It's oh, it working. is definitely working. You got Neil Magny gets the unanimous decision win over Anthony Rocco Martin. Uh, Aljamain Sterling. Uh, gets another win this time over Corey Sanhagen. Your submission, your <laughs> naked choke, round one. And yes. then we Sanhagen didn't have nothing. Oh, Aljamain yeah. starting to look like a beast, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Cody Garbrandt gets the win over Rafael Sunsau, knockout in round two. That was such a cute, like you know, like a duck swing. Woo! Like, oh. oh. <laughs> it was it was a big 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 swing. Uh, now now you have a little bit of beef going on between Cody Garbrandt and Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley feeling his KO was better, feeling he wants the fight now against Cody Garbrandt because he wants to make sure he moves up and uh, prove that he is better than than Cody Garbrandt. What do you think a of that fight and b whose knockout was better? O'Malley. You like O'Malley's knockout better? Yeah, yeah. And would you like to see them fight? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, I don't know. I think uh, Cody's foot works a lot better. Uh -huh. But uh, again, I mean, if, if O'Malley reaches out and touches him the way he's been touching people lately, I don't know if he can take that on the chin. I think Aljamain Sterling should be taking on the winner of Jose Aldo and Peter Yan. And then you got Cody Garbrandt against Sean O'Malley for the next spot. That's my uh, matchmaking ability right there just off this one card and everything we've seen lately i think that would be fantastic put them on the same card <laughs> right right but i mean uh, 
do you think either one of those, uh, O'Malley or Garbrandt, have an answer for Sterling? As much as I don't care for Sterling, I like, like you Sterling. said, he came in kind of yeah. beastly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it'd be definitely interesting. It'd give him a little bit of time, and I think that'd be a good test. You also got Amanda Nunes gets the win over Felicia Spencer. Unanimous decision, 50-44 across the board. Uh, man, she put in the work. Uh, yeah, proving but she is Spencer can take a licking. She boy. can take a licking for sure. But Amanda Nunes proving she is the goat for a reason. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's there's what? no doubt. I mean, is there anybody on the horizon? Uh, I don't know. We said there was nobody on the horizon. I, for, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, I don't think so. I mean, this was kind of last ditch effort in my I, opinion. I think you got Spencer who could go back into the gym now and maybe work around some of the stuff that happened. Maybe I don't know. She just she seems so much slower, but that's that's what everybody seems compared to Amanda Nunes right now. I mean, even the last fight with uh with Cyborg, she she was so much faster and so much more on point, you know. Yeah. Uh let's see what we got here. Let me see if I can bring it up quickly. I mean you still got the UFC not even putting anybody in featherweight. I mean, on their rankings officially, there is not a single person at featherweight. You just have Amanda Nunes at the top as champ. I, I, are they shutting down the division? Or are they doing it? I mean, this was a featherweight fight, but, you know, and then you go back to to Bantamweight, and it's, again, Juliana Penn is the only one I haven't seen her fight yet uh, that I think might give her at least something, but I, I don't think it's going to be much. That's just my opinion. But I don't think, I don't think, uh, Penna can take the beating that Spencer just took. No. And that's the thing. Again, I just, I, she's the only one because she's on the rise and she's come back. She had a great comeback fight, but I just don't see her, uh, dominate. I mean, we could, everyone, things have happened. We've had, you know, people shock the champion, shock the challenger, you know, be the challenger that shocks the world. But right. I, I just don't think it's, we didn't it's think, right we didn't think anybody was going to knock Jezerjek out either. Yeah, for a little while, for sure. Rose, you know, we thought she was on point. Her hands were perfect, and then she got some bolt-ons and then lost mo momentum. <laughs> messed, messed her up. <laughs> Threw her timing off. Uh, yeah, so you got something. UFC on ESPN, UFC on ESPN ten, UFC Apex Center, UFC Las Vegas. I don't know what we're calling this. UFC on ESPN I versus Calvillo is what they're calling it. Uh, that ESPN is hashtag 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 hashtag. All the hashtags. Uh, we have on your undercard, Christian Aguilera going up against Anthony Ivy, Tyson Nam against Zaruk Adashev. Mind you, that fight is now going to be at catch weight as uh, Adashev came in 2.5 pounds over the weight limit. Uh, Julia Alvia going up against Gina Mazzani. Uh, Charles Rosa going against Kevin Aguilar. Uh, you got uh, Mariah Agapova going against Hannah Cyphers. That is all on the prelims. Still on ESPN, still on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, and then you go on to the main card, Jordan Espinoza going up against Mark De La Rosa. Uh, you got Andre Touchy-Feely going up against Charles Jodin. Uh, another catchweight, uh, Marib Devashavili going up against Gustavo, uh, Gustavo Lopez. And I believe, I think that was because that was a short-notice fight. I believe, yeah, um, is that the one Borg pulled out of? Yeah, Ray Borg was supposed to originally fight uh, Deva Shavili as Gustalov is stepping in for Ray Borg. They said due to personal reasons. I've been told there's a couple people that are actually tested positive for COVID-19, and that's why they are not on this card. However, I do not have the exact information of confirmation on that. It's just a rumor that was floating around out there on the boards. 
Uh, so maybe that's the reason. Uh, Carl Robinson also fighting Marvin uh, Vittori. Again, another catchweight fight as Robinson came over four and a half pounds overweight. Uh, that fight's now taking place at 190. And then your main event, Jessica I against Cynthia Calvillo. Again, another catchweight. However, this one's not. It's a quarter pound. Jessica I came in a quarter pound overweight. Um so that, that is what we got going on. <laughs> I am taking, let's see. Let me look at this one more time. Uh, I'm going to take Jessica I. I'm going to take. Uh, I'll take Vittori. I will I'm with take, you. I'm with you. I will take uh, Feely. I'm against Feely. You're not going to get going. All right. I'm going to go uh, Espinosa over De La Rosa. I'll take De La Rosa. <laughs> De La Flower. De La Flower. Uh, yeah. So that's where I'm going to go with there. I'm going to go uh, I, Vittori. I'm not even going to go because that was a short. I would have taken Borg, but I, I don't even know what to do now. Uh, Feely and Espinosa. Those are going to be my picks, my four picks there for the UFC on ESPN 10 I versus Calvijo card. Let's see what your predictions are. Put them down in the comments down here or over here or over here. I don't know where these things are going now. Wherever they end up. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we got somebody saying he missed weight again. Yes, I believe she missed weight in the last fight, but I this fight was only a quarter of a pound. Let's see what it was in the yeah, last one. It was, it was five pounds last fight. Like she yeah. didn't try. Didn't even try. That's right. I remember that. Five pounds. That was crazy. Um, but, yeah, so that is it. That is your week of fights. That is your fight card. That is your news. That is everything. Remember, if we did not cover it, uh, you can probably find it on MyMMANews.com because they cover everything. We just like to talk headlines and our opinions. Uh, <laughs> as and always. Some page six stuff. We get some page six stuff. Yeah, yeah. We got we got sexually transmitted PEDs. That's the name of the name of the band for this week, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's who plays our opening track, okay? That's the That's name right. of the band. That's right. That's the name of the band. <laughs> sexually transmitted PSADA violation. <laughs> Uh, as always, brought to you by Health Labs, healthlabs.com, getting your COVID-19 antibodies test, as well as your blood work. If you're in a state where you could fight in, in the mixed martial arts, uh, go to healthlabs.com, code MyMMANews. Brought to you by the SinCal Industries here in Modesto, California, as I am live in the SinCal studios. And Walkie Craft, I think he's got an actual place now where he is back up and running. I'm not sure if the store is up and running, but make sure you check him out. He does all of your beautiful metal work. I think if I pan up. No, this. Oh, you broke you. You broke it. Good going. Well, guys, have a good night, and we will see you see at you the fight. At the fight. <laughs>